going on, everybody? It's your buddy. It's your pal, Spanish Phoenix, along with Kristen. This is Flix Fix, and it's the brand new year. It's 2021. Kristen, how you doing? Yeah, it's been, it's a little into 2021. It's a little into 2021. We <laughs> couldn't, a smidge. Well, this is sort of to make up for we couldn't get you into the year-end podcast, you know, yeah. timing and scheduling and yeah. me, me being the last-minute Jones on everybody, lucky enough to get two out of three of you. I do want to say, before we go into anything else, the same thing I said to Guapo, the same thing I said to Jake, um, tail end of 2019, beginning of 2020, this channel had a big change. We all kind of collectively said mainstream WWE sucks. So Guapo and I started doing AEW stuff. I brought in Jake to do NXT stuff. And you and I basically said, well, we like talking about movies. Let's talk about movies. It's more of a, I can't believe Kristen hasn't seen this movie, that needs to be fixed, Yeah. movie but, conversation. But we took it and we made it into a brand new thing. So as I did with Jake, as I did with Guapo, I want to start off 2021 by saying thank you for coming on weird, wacky movie adventures with me and still being part of the channel, even though you told wrestling to go fuck itself. Oh, thanks. That's all right. I did, I did tell wrestling to go fuck itself for a while. Just for a little bit. We were just talking about before we started recording that I might I might give AEW a shot, but Spez has 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 knocked some of those feelings away. <laughs> I've I've safely protected you from the AEW bug. By the way, he's like by the way, they're super smug. He knows exactly how to make me not want to watch something. I do. But some of the things that uh that I've gotten you to watch so far for this show have been uh Adventures, to say the least. Yes, they have. Like when we watched Aliens, and when we watched the third Aliens, and he was like, what was it? It's like a... Alien 3 is basically Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. And I have to keep admitting it live because I lost that recording, but I will not deny it. quote, lost that recording. Oh, come on. That was a lot of fun. Like halfway through, we realized we'd basically watched different versions of the same movie. Whereas the alien comes out of a dog in one version and comes out of some weird, like, alien buffalo thing in the other version. But, I mean, that I, sort, I guess that sort of brings me to my first point. We decided to start doing movie reviews right around the time that we stopped being able to go to movies. Yeah. So that, that was, was great. I mean, we, so were, we, we were trying to do movies that just came out, and then it started being like, well, I haven't watched this movie, so we'll go do that instead. And see, even in the middle, when there was a little, I mean, COVID, like, let's be real, like, the you know, it's the elephant in the room. COVID kicked us all in the ass. Yep. Uh, nobody can do anything. Nobody can go anywhere. If you've got a uh, ten or twelve different streaming services on your TV, you might be all right. We opened up sort of mid-year um, here in Ontario. I don't know what people in other places have done. We got to a point where we could open theaters a little bit, and first of all, they started showing, like, older movies. Like, you could go out and see, like, classic Jurassic Park or classic Terminator or whatever, which I never did. But I did end up going out, and I did end up seeing two movies. Um, I don't really want to review Tenet because I don't really know what to say because it's sort of got the the Inception vibe to it where you can't say anything about it without spoiling the whole movie. Spoiling and, it? Yeah, it's okay. it's it's... It's, I don't know, you, you probably haven't seen it. No, I haven't. It's a totally new take on a time travel movie, because it's not okay. time travel, it's time sliding. It's time working back to front, reverse, 
like watching yourself but watching yourself in reverse and how that affects the world and it's very very well done visually it's beautiful obviously christopher nolan knows his shit but it would be a very very hard movie for me to come up here and review and the other one that we that i was able to see in the interim when the world looked like it might open up again was a movie that you and i actually previewed which was new mutants which mm -hmm. I thought was a lot of fun. I did not get a chance to see New Mutants. I wanted to, and it just yeah. never happened. I think because it's the only thing, it's the only Marvel thing left that is going to stand on its own, because it was sort of like the last remnants of, like, Fox Marvel. Uh, I think whenever you do get a chance to see it, it might be a fun one to do, because it's so small-scale coming right after stuff like Infinity War and Endgame and all that type of thing. It's it's so small scale. It's such an encapsulated, like, A to B to C story. I, th I think you'd like it. It does have a okay. few of the horror movie elements that we... Uh, we When we talked about it in the preview, we basically I basically used it as, a, hey, let's look at the scary people we could see in the future type thing. It's not quite that. The cast is great for what it is. Anya Taylor-Joy, Maisie Williams... Um, can never think of the other people's names, but um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I was I was happy just to get back to the theater. Honestly, like I could have. I don't know about you, but theater is my happy place. Like even if I go by myself. Like, yeah, I like I like going to the theater. Like it's just there's something about. Even if stuff, because uh, the big thing now is releasing it on uh, simultaneously on a streaming thing. Yeah. There's something about going to the movie theater. There's something, yeah. There's something about the event of going to that the theater. Pay it makes me pay attention. If I'm at my own house, I have my yeah, phone sure. out. I'm like doing whatever. Yeah, I the theater. You're sitting. You're like, this is what I'm doing. I uh, I used to do it as like the the lazy social thing. Like if I haven't seen anybody in a while, where you know we're gonna meet up somewhere, we're gonna grab a bite to eat, and we're gonna go catch X. Usually the newest like Star Wars or Marvel or whatever is coming out, right? But, and I never used to say, I always, or sorry, I always used to say that if I go to the movies, well, like, who would go to the theater by themselves? Like, that's a bit lame. But then there was a point in my life a couple years ago when there was way too many people living in this house, and I needed to get out. <laughs> and you're like, oh god, I need yeah, to no, 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 nobody did anything bad, I'm not here to vilify anybody, but it was just a case of, like, not enough elbow room type thing. So I got into the habit of going to work on Friday and looking up what movie was playing, whether it was a good movie, whether it was a shit movie, whether it was whatever, because I'm lucky enough that there's a theater right around the corner from my work. And I would, if I get off at 3.30, I would find the movie that's playing at like 4.30. I would grab myself a bite to eat. I would just go straight from work, because from the work to the theater to my house is basically a straight line. So I'd go straight from work, straight to the theater, like, go see the movie, like, just show up in my grubby-ass work clothes, catch the movie, have some fun, just enjoy... As you said, the, uh, the the event of going to the theater, and it completely helps you dropkick your brain into the weekend. It is the best thing ever. And actually, if it ends up being a stupid movie, it actually is even better. So, I'm really missing the theater right now. <laughs> is it still not open there? No, nothing's open. We're, we're back down to, like, essential groceries, and that's it. Like on no, we on still have everything open. Um, I think maybe in they're doing it by a city by city basis as yeah. opposed to the state. We were doing that, but and but Ontario got like super fucked 
like super super fucked by covid and they basically came out and said we're going to stop treating this by city and by region and we're going to look at you as an entire province because as an entire province you guys basically suck but when it was city by city uh if anybody listening knows where uh, brampton ontario is it's just a little bit outside toronto and of the entire province we were one of the worst cities anyway because i live in a very culturally diverse area is the politically correct way to say it and people decided to have two 300 person weddings because god was going to protect them oh great yep we had something similar where a mega church like with over 200 members like coming to the service yep I was like yeah it's fine yeah, we're starting to get the vaccines rolling into Ontario, and that's a whole other conversation. I actually kind of like listening to the uh, the vaccine conversation because I work in, in warehousing, which is sort of adjacent to logistics. Uh, so when they start talking about the dispersal and the arrival and the delivery stuff, it's it's like I can actually sink my teeth into that, and that's much more positive than listening to a death toll. Yep. <laughs> but um, I was just saying, like, the people that decided to have a two or three hundred person wedding because God's got their back. I'm like, okay, cool. You won't mind being on the last, like on the bottom of the vaccine list. I'm turning into that asshole. But yes. So basically, uh, because of the, all the COVID stuff, I think it's sort of an anomaly that Hollywood basically put everything on pause for a year. And I think going into 2021, I think it's the opposite. I think everything that's supposed to roll out is going to roll out. They're just going to find different ways to get it to us. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of fun. I mean, it sucks that you can't go to the theater, but it's, it also doesn't mean that we're waiting another year, year or so to talk about any new movies. Um, yeah, and it's definitely affected some movies. Like, we're not going to do a full thing on Wonder Woman yes. here. But did you notice the part, I think they did have to do, like, some reshoots or something? Yeah. I, the only way I can describe it, other than nobody was paying attention to the script... Yeah. There's a scene, I won't go too much into it just because we're not doing a full, full review and I don't want to do spoilers. Right. There's a scene, you know, mid-ish way into the movie where they state uh, they see fireworks somewhere and they're like, oh, it's the 4th of July. It's because it's the 4th of July. Right. But then by the end of the movie, it's snowing. I think there is a bit of a flash forward. Uh, you're talking about like where she's just like all like yeah, happy and like and life's okay, life's okay and whatever. Uh, I think we're supposed to believe that there is a little bit of a flash forward. Uh, I mean, it's no it's no spoiler. Like a lot of movies end in a flash forward these days. Um, it's interesting, and we're, I'm going to talk about the HBO thing in a second because I got really happy about the HBO thing, and then I got really sad about the HBO thing. But as far as uh, Wonder Woman, because it's something we have both seen. We're not going to spoil anything about the story, obviously, because there's going to be a fuck ton of people that haven't seen it yet. But are you as conflicted as I am where it's it comes off, there are parts of it that come off really goofy, like really goofy, really over the top, but also they moved it into the 80s. The whole thing is about it, like it being in the time of excess and everybody wanting more and more and more. So it's a goofy that makes sense. But, like, if any other movie was as goofy, I would not give them a pass. But also, the movie is still built around Gal Gadot, who's fucking phenomenal. So mm-hmm. I still love it. <laughs> so, it's like, people ask me, after I watch it, like, what do you think about it? I'm like, I'm very conflicted. I had a lot of fun, and I liked it, but uh, I'm very conflicted. <laughs> real quick, quick and dirty summary, it's not as good as the first one. Oh, no. It's still, no, no, But no. it's still fun. 
no, it it is very it it does have the sort of accepted sequel level uh what do you call it? plateau drop off whatever yes. you want to call it but it's not like a lot of people I know that watched it like I talked to my brother about it the other day and he there were a lot he, of people that didn't like it I thought it was fine it it definitely felt completely different but you're going to get that with the time jump as well like it's going to be jarring when there's it was a time the jump the 80s everything's a little goofy in the 80s but that's, well, that's what I mean, though. Like, all the, you know, the people that are rich are really rich, and the people that have big hair have really big hair, and the people that are loud are really loud. But that's, A, it's appropriate. B, it's a caricature of that uh, of that time, time space or whatever you want to say. C, it goes with the theme of the movie, and the whole theme of the movie is basically a two-hour, you know, be careful what you wish for, which I'm sure most people can get from the trailer, so that's not really a thing. Um... But yeah, she she grounds the movie. Uh, I think her performance in it is phenomenal. Her performance is as good as the first movie, even though the movie that's happening around her isn't nearly as good. But um, I could have done. I mean, it was part of the plot, but I could have done without the return of Chris. Um, Chris Pine. Yeah, because he was back to be like, look at me, I'm a fish out of water, for two hours. <laughs> Well, I mean, she was the fish out of water in the first one. Yeah, but she she came in strong as the fish out of water. Like she came into a she came from a, a predominant and I'm not making this a sexist thing, but I'm just trying to get my thoughts together. She came from a predominantly like you know Themyscira, where the women have the power and all that sort of thing, and looked at the regular world and was like, "What do you mean I can't do that here? Watch me." Like, the No Man's Land scene is, like, the, the the front page spread of that movie. And they did the whole, well, it's No Man's Land, well, she's no man, and she went off and did it. Like, her fish-out-of-water thing didn't make her look like an idiot. His fish-out-of-water thing made him look like an idiot, but it worked for the comedy of it. Because I think the, um, what do you call it, the chemistry between the two of them is actually better in this one than it was in the mm-hmm. first one. Because they're just sort of on the same trip in the first one this one they've they've been away he's been away they're both back and i don't know it worked in in a movie that i could nitpick a lot of other things if i wanted to some of the action is not great <laughs> i liked the villain in this one i thought the yes villain was Pe- pa- pedro pascal very well and it's so funny are you watching the mandalorian uh, no, not yet. I know as a Star Wars buff, that's like sacrilegious, but I have I just... not watched The Ma- Mandalorian yet. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to review Mandalorian here. What I will say, as a side note for anybody listening, if you do want to see somebody who is reviewing The Mandalorian, head over to our friend OKFabe's YouTube channel. I think he did. I don't know if he did the first season, but he did reviews for every episode of the second season. And they're really good. They're really worth checking out. Uh, Connor knows his, his shit. So free plug to him. And if you do go over there, tell him Spaz sent you, and it'll all be good. Um, but no, Pedro Pascal is the Mandalorian in in the Mandalorian. Oh, that's fun. So to see him, to see his face on TV rather than just hear him talking from behind a mask for two whole seasons uh, was a bit of a thing, and he said point blank, like he he said he wanted to get a little bit of the crazy Nicolas Cage vibe, because I could see that. As soon as you sign on for a Nicolas Cage type story, even if it's a normal story, you know there's going to be a little bit of crazy Nicolas Cage. And he said point blank, he's like, I want to capture a little bit of that. 
Uh, side note again for something I'm going to start checking out really, really soon. Um, you have Netflix, I'm assuming. Yes. Uh, have you seen the Nicolas Cage thing on there? He's doing uh, the history of swear words. I have not seen that. I haven't watched an episode yet, but it looks really, really good. And it's not its not like a parody. It's like they're literally – he's got a bunch of people together and historians and linguists and all this sort of thing. And they're doing like the history – like each episode is a word. Like the first episode is obviously on fuck because fuck goes mm-hmm. with everything. And I think it's awesome, but it's – I'm almost more intrigued by the idea of Nicolas Cage doing a show about swearing than I am to actually watch a show about Nicolas Cage doing a show about swearing. Um, but yeah, so Wonder Woman, uh, overall, uh, general thoughts, recommend, right? Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Go in, don't go in with like the big, majestic expectations of the first movie, because it's not that. Yeah. You don't get the No Man's Land scene that's really awesome in yeah. this one. And some of the fight scenes in this one, in my opinion at least, are pretty janky compared to the first also, one. Also, I will tell you, because everybody has seen uh, Cheetah, uh, yeah. the CG of hers is not amazing. See? It's it's fine. I and don't mind it. Around, she's moving around enough. Yeah, that, that you don't get a good look at it. <laughs> that you don't get a huge look at it, so... Which is, you know what it is, and somebody, somebody said this to me way before it actually came out, and I think it was CinemaSins, so yes, check it off your Spaz Phoenix bucket list, Spaz Phoenix mentioned CinemaSins, somebody in the comments doesn't like that I mentioned CinemaSins, get over it, New Year, same me. Um, they said that Wonder Woman was going to get a free pass on the Cheetah graphics because of Cats from last year. Because Cats from last year oh, see, I didn't see cats is an abomination, is an absolute I, abomination. I assume it is. Um... No, like any any uh, perceived notion that you got of it, even like from watching a trailer, is not even close. Like it's it's another collection of like awesome talent in a movie that just like what gun was at your head when you signed on for this type thing. But they were saying like because the effects on that were so bad, and then we had the whole like Sonic debacle last year as well. Um, I uh, that everybody would give Cheetah a free pass, and you know what? By comparison, she's not nearly as bad. So no, and uh, it, it, it's just a little jarring. From may, maybe a slight spoiler to say she may be back in another movie. Oh yeah, they they definitely left the room open yeah. for that. Well, they left everything. I I don't know if I want to say this or not. I don't know how I feel about the ending. The ending was a little bit. Doctor Strange, I kind of talked you into stopping what you're doing. A little bit of anti mm-hmm. anti climax there, but it, it was a good feeling, and it went with the whole message of you know be careful what you wish for, and you know Diana Prince, the the way Gal Gadot plays her off is this, I'm not gonna beat you up, I'm just gonna put a lot of feeling in it, and I'm just gonna hope that you do the right thing, and I'm like. From a lot of other people, this is why I give her a lot of credit. From a lot of other people, what Gal Gadot does in these movies would come off really cheesy, and there's a genuine nature to what she does and what she puts into this character that I think saves it in a lot of ways. Now, I do want to say that much like trying to watch NXT on a Wednesday night, it does suck to be in Canada sometimes. Because you and I talked about this a while ago, HBO made this big announcement that all the Warner Brothers movies that are on the 2021 slate 
um, from the DC stuff to Godzilla vs. Kong to Dune to the Fantastic Four movies, uh, sorry, to the Fast and the Furious movies, rather. Everything that Warner Brothers is releasing in 2021 is going to simultaneously be released on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't get HBO Max in Canada. We have Crave, and through Crave, I am able to access HBO content. The HBO content that I am able to access through Crave here in Canada, because it sucks up here sometimes, does not include this new deal. Like, just flat out doesn't. So I will still, like, stuff will still be available up here. Like, I think I'll have to buy it on, like, PlayStation Store or whatever the case may be. Specifically one that we're going to talk about later on. Um, But I just think it's a shit deal. I think they have to figure out... They have to figure out solutions for this worldwide problem that help the whole world and not just the states. Mm-hmm. Like, I know deals are different everywhere. You know, somebody's Australian Netflix is different than my Canadian Netflix is different than your American Netflix. And I'm I, sure they're working on it. They they release it out. Yeah. Well, because Disney, Disney tried the simultaneous release with Mulan, but you had to basically pay the price of a DVD for it. So it's like, oh, you gave it to us at the same time as, as it would have been in the theater, but we still had to pay for it on top of our thing. And everybody was like, kind of, yeah, we figured there would be an extra fee. And then HBO came along and said, nah, you're going to get it for free. It's going to come out the same time as the theater. You're going to get it for free just for the cost of your subscription. And then every- you're also paying more for HBO Max than yeah. you are for Disney+. Plus. I believe so. And I think... Um, like, they're not owned by each other, but I think uh, Warner Brothers and DC have a very similar relationship with HBO Max as, um, obviously, Marvel being part of Disney has is on Disney+. Plus. Uh, one of the things I'm looking forward to, if we get it up here, is the, the Snyder Cut thing that they're doing with Justice League. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a couple of other... There's, apparently, there's Batman shows coming off the back of the Robert Pattinson Batman movie. And that's going to be on HBO Max, so I think them giving away a bunch of free movies was a way to sort of solidify that deal, get HBO Max a bunch more subscribers, and and sort of go from there. It's interesting to watch how it all goes out, because, like, up until last year, you wouldn't have had to come up with a completely, how do you want to say it, a uh, complete theater substitute. Mm-hmm. But... It's it's got to work for everybody because everybody was sort of thinking, hey, we're all getting, you know, the world sucks right now, but we're all getting Wonder Woman 2 as a Christmas present. And then most of us didn't. <laughs> but I mean, like I say, st- still got it, still got it from PlayStation Store and still watched it and still have a very conflicted opinion of it. But at least there's something that you and I have both seen. <laughs> yes. Um, But looking back. On uh, on some of the stuff that we did do instead of current movies last year, um, we did the Godzilla trilogy. Uh, we did uh, Godzilla. We did King Kong. We did uh, uh, King of the Monsters. Uh, over the course of those three movies, uh, I think one of the things we decided is basically we don't like kids. Like kids are shit in mm-hmm. movies. <laughs> um, one of the ones coming out next year is Godzilla versus Kong. So, I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know what to expect. Like, remember when we were getting ready for Infinity War? And we're mm-hmm. like, we were sort of making wish lists of, like, what we wanted to see. Like, I wanted to see Tony and, and 
Doctor Strange and Star Lord in a scene together just because they're the three assholes and whatever. And I w- I wanted to see Drax fight Hulk because I'm a simple person and they're the two big green guys. I don't know what to expect from Godzilla versus Kong. Like same. Really? I was really don't hoping. Know <laughs> I was really hoping you I, have I something more intriguing to, to say than that. Here. Um. I could text him. Hang on. Okay. Keep talking. We I don't know. A lot of like we're going to do a bit of a rundown at the end of this pod whenever we decide this pod is over. Just like what's coming next year, and so much of what's coming this year is sequels, reboots, or like the next part of series. That I think everything's got a block that you can build off of, but at the same time, I think there's a lot of opportunities for things that people are going to pre-expect what's going to happen and get something totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, Godzilla vs. Kong is just going to be the two big monsters crashing into each other, but, I mean, Godzilla King of the Monsters was really, it was, you know, you watch that movie and it's Godzilla versus the big three-headed fucking thing, but it actually ended up... Gadira. Gadira, there we go. See, you know more than me. You're doing all right. Mm-hmm. Um, Godzilla versus Gadira. Um, I don't know what my expectations are for Godzilla versus Kong, though. The only thing I can expect, and this is sort of what I'm trying to wrap my head around to, is it was built up as basically uh, Godzilla versus Gadira, but what you ended up getting was Godzilla and a couple of friends versus Gadira and a couple. I think that's of... how it always is. Right. Well, I'm looking at somebody that's only seen the Americanized m- versions of the movies. Look, look, look at the Matthew Broderick Godzilla, where Godzilla is literally the only creature until the little baby raptor-looking things are born. But I think you could do that same thing again. You got Godzilla and all his followers from the end of that movie versus when we saw King Kong or Skull Island or whatever, you saw that he's got a whole host of creatures there as well. I think you have sort of a mini, like, Civil War type situation there. Because at this point, now that they've established that there's more than one monster on each side, if you don't have this all-out, like, mini Mm -hmm. army versus mini army thing and it's just those two... Even though they're the ones in the name, I think that comes off as a little flat. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, we said it at the time as well, like, any human characters that they carry over into this are secondary. That's I mean, true. I mean, maybe, um, Lo- maybe Loki. I tried to bring Travis in here to get his opinion. Uh, he, uh... He says no? <laughs> I... I... Well, no, he didn't say no. I'm I'm betting ten bucks if I walk into the bedroom, he's snoring right now, but he's mm. asleep. It takes him like ten seconds to fall asleep. I saw a fake Facebook ad today for a thing that you can put stick to somebody's forehead that will give them a mild shock if they snore. And the really really bad part of my brain wanted to think it was real. Social media. Social media is terrible. It, it's absolutely terrible. Um, I don't know what else really. We did the Alien movies. Um, hey, hang on, do you want me to? I could, I could wake him up. Oh God, this is happening now. I'm gonna call him. On the... Hang on. This yep, is... this is what we're doing. We're gonna harass my boyfriend. This is already camera. the. This is already the best podcast of the year. <laughs> we'll see. He may have it on silent. Did I wake you up? A little bit. Can can you come in here, please? Yeah. Love you. <laughs> Bye. 
Okay, this is the first for my channel. I don't know. <laughs> we've had you on here. We've had you moving furniture. We've had you in the car. Now we've got you literally with your boyfriend on call. Yes. This is the oh, first. Oh, he didn't answer this. my text. Guys, this is what you can expect in 2021 from us. We're going to be fucking around and a lot. He didn't answer my text message, and I didn't want to get up in the middle of the thing, so I decided to call him. There, I was only 50% sure he would answer. This this is awesome. This is, I, I kind of wish this... I kind of wish this was live. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I kind of wish hey, this was hey, live. Hey, babe, I'm going to hand you this real quick. Okay. Give Spaz uh, your expectations of Godzilla vs. Kong. Hang on. <laughs> we have to switch. I have no idea. <laughs> Travis, welcome to the podcast, buddy. Oh, hey. <laughs> I, was, I was just saying I kind of wish this was live. Uh, no, we were just looking forward to next year and kind of, you know, we've seen Godzilla, we've seen Skull Island, we've seen King of the Monsters, so what do we expect from Godzilla vs. Kong other than Godzilla vs. Kong running into each other? Yeah, I mean, we've seen nothing about it other than the title screen. Other than fan-made trailers. Yeah. Because those are super official. accurate. We've seen the title screen. The title screen looks cool. Big blocky letters and everything. Yeah, two big but heads. Two big heads. Yep. Anyways, yeah, that's what she woke you up for, for sure. Oh, boy. I was nice and warm in bed. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Holy crap, this is great. <laughs> anyway. Spazzery says it's the best podcast of the year, just for calling you into the room. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's definitely a thing. I, I, thought, I kind of halfway thought she was kidding, and then I heard the phone ringing. And now, uh, now you're part of the podcast. <laughs> It's going out on Tuesday. Oh boy. Anyway, so we brought you in as the as the token uh, token uh, Godzilla vs Kong guy. But now that you're here, give me one thing you're looking forward to in movies next year. Might be concerned. I have no idea what even movies are coming out next year. All right, fair, fair enough. <laughs> I think we've because everything's been delayed last year. Like, yeah. Are we gonna get Black Widow? We're know. getting it. We're getting it. Um, don't know where what it's gonna come out on. Uh, I was just I just finished talking with Kristen a second ago about how the HBO thing doesn't really help us in Canada, like mm -hmm. where, where all the live drops were happening, like Wonder Woman, etc. Yeah, we yeah. got we got fucked on that deal. Oh boy. Um, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of Marvel, a lot of uh, Marvel TV stuff. I'm looking forward to Wandavision next week. I've already Kristen. Uh, we haven't announced this on the show yet, but I've already sucked Kristen into doing Wandavision reviews with me starting next weekend. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, Justice League Snyder Cut's coming out, a bunch of reboots, a bunch of sequels, a bunch of part sixes and part sevens. Anyways, so yeah, that's oh, what we're actually that... getting Snyder Cut next, this year? Uh, we are. It's going to HBO. You guys will get it. I will get it whenever they decide to give it to Canada. Well, hey, get a vaccine. Come down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just had the vaccine conversation. I, I, I live in a hot spot in the middle of Ontario, so I don't think that's happening right now. Ah, dang. But, uh... Yeah, so uh, thanks for being woken up and uh, popping onto the show for a second. We're going to actually get you on here for something at some point, probably Godzilla vs. Kong, and uh, I'm going to steal Kristen back from you. All righty. Thanks right. for having me. Have a good one, buddy. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Night, babe.
Aw, everybody in the in the chat aw with me. <laughs> so I just announced uh, that you and I are doing WandaVision reviews starting next week, if you missed that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's going to be a thing. Um, streaming and, like, short, short-lived short uh, miniseries TV shows things, I guess that'll be the next thing we get onto. Like, that's yeah. going to be the theme. Like, Marvel's even come out and said, like, with everything that's going on in the world right now, we're just going to focus on our straight TV stuff. Um next year uh i don't know in what order they're all in i used to know what order they were in but disney plus is giving us wandavision falcon and winter soldier loki uh the what if animated series and hawkeye Mm -hmm. they just announced that loki is the only d plus series so far set for a second season so it's going to be more than one season it's going to take us right to thor love and thunder and then go more after that because he's a multiverse thing so like he can do most of his show without affecting the rest of everything else um i'm really looking forward to it honestly i uh i just watched the uh what do you call it uh the marvel uh, legends of the movies thing that that um disney plus put out for anybody that's looking for recommendations that wants to get hyped up for wandavision next week they basically did one on wanda and one on loki on uh on Vision, they're just little five-minute clips that are, like, the entire MCU so far, but, like, through that one character's perspective. They're kind of neat. They're, like, five minutes long, and and they're worth having a look. The What If animated series is, like, the alternate universe shit. Um, Mandalorian has a spinoff called The Book of Boba Fett coming in, like, December. Justice, mm-hmm. League's, Justice League Snyder Cut. Uh, I don't know what to say. Because, like I say, the HBO thing, I don't know how it's going to, I don't know how it's going to drop in Canada. I would, I would do, like, because they're breaking the Snyder Cut into, like, four pieces, I would think about reviewing them, but that's only if I get them. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we, we do a lot I'm of more. I'm interested in all that stuff. I mean, I thought uh, Justice League was fine like i did one the most amazing thing but i thought it, i thought it was fine but it's also joss wheaton and i like joss wheaton uh the ones that schneider did you know a lot batman versus superman i did not like so i don't know i just i think you and i spoke about this last year briefly um i don't necessarily think that this is going to blow us all away i just think that the whole all the activity around this and how we got here and how the fans rallied and whatever and the fact mm-hmm. that because the fans rallied there's a movie out there that already exists that a studio gave enough money to completely go and recreate that movie i think that as a thing will be interesting uh far above and beyond like um like what the movie actually is mm-hmm. uh as as a functional as a strong it's it's the same as it's a new thing. It's the same as what we're talking about, like the simultaneous releases to streaming because we can't go to the theaters. It's a new thing. Let's see how they do it and whatever. But I mean, you and I started doing the movie reviews, do, talking about a lot of Marvel. Um, of all the shows we know about so far, uh, you, do you have any particular one that you're looking forward to more than more than the others? I'm interested in uh, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier probably the most because i think their uh dynamic even the small level of dynamic that they got in the movies yeah is inter- is is funny and interesting and i think they're 
even though Bucky's like a super soldier with a metal arm, and even though the other one's a guy that like basically is a flying Iron Man, which doesn't make sense because Iron Man also flew, like they're still the most human characters. Like, mm-hmm. WandaVision's gonna be, like, world-bendy, trippy shit. Loki's going through all kinds of multiverses and whatever. Until we get to Hawkeye and, like, little Hawkeye, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier's gotta be, like, the most grounded, I guess would be I guess would be the way to say it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the animated what-if thing is, is gonna That'll be, be interesting. interesting. And I think it's the last thing that uh, Chadwick Boseman was in. Yep. Oh man, we could have a whole or separate. If he became. What if he became Star Lord instead? Yeah. So that'll be. That'll be rough. We got to. Uh... It'll be rough. I'm. I'm excited for it though. The what if thing is interesting just because it's animated. Yeah, animation gives it a whole new layer of of possibility. I just. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, even though apparently Walking Dead fell off a cliff, uh, I'm still a big zombie fan. I was sold on this initially by the fact that I know that there's a Zombie Avengers episode. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, I think the first one that they've announced is what if... Um, what's her name? Can't think of her name. Uh, Captain America's girlfriend. Uh, um... Oh, I just had it, and then it was... And then you asked. Peggy Carter. Yes, what if Carter. what if Peggy Carter got the super soldier serum and uh, Tony Stark's dad had given Steve Rogers an early version of the Iron Man suit so that she would be Captain Britain and he would be like the Iron Soldier or whatever, which is I, I guess it's a thing. I guess it's for those people. I'm interested to see it and do it based on that. I'm not immediately turned off by any of these ideas. They're exciting. I think they could be good. I think they could also go poorly, but that's. The whole manner of what if. I was gonna say like that's where that's where it's gonna kind of get a free pass though because even if one episode completely falls off the rails, you know the next episode is gonna be a completely different. It's gonna be a completely different what if, so it's not like you have to worry about a bad story carrying on. Exactly. <sighs> and there's just so many possibilities that you could uh, go towards. Yeah. I mean, the whole like we did we didn't do a second. Um, a second video after it, but I, when Disney did their, like, stockholder meeting that basically became, like, a mini online Comic-Con, and they announced, mm-hmm. like, 20 new Marvel properties and, like, 30 new Star Wars properties, and I can tell you right now, little spoiler for Mandalorian, I could do without Sasha Banks being in the Mandalorian. Yeah, she, I'm sure it'll be fine. She doesn't contribute anything. Well, not to you. No, like, no, I'm not... It'll be interesting that I'm like, oh, I know that person. No, like, not... I'm not even saying, oh, because I don't like Sasha Banks, because I do think she's kind of useless, but, like, they created a useless character for her as well. Like, there's a bunch of Mandalorians, and she's... when Whenever these three get together, she's just, like, number three. So, it's literally a, why are you here? Let alone, let alone that you're somebody that I don't like, but, like, you don't even have... If, if we were talking in wrestling talk, like, you don't even have a kayfabe reason to be here. <laughs> so that's kind mm-hmm. of a bummer. But, I mean, Ros- Rosario Dawson is really good in it. Uh, I'm not going to spoil the Season 2 finale, because it's kind of phenomenal. Um, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, as the main villain of the first two seasons, is really good. Uh, I'm just going to reiterate, for anybody that's listening, uh, go check out Okayfabe. He's... Um, 
he's articulated way better than I am right now um, how good how good Mandalorian's been. And he's just a good guy in general. You should go check him out. Um, last but not least, uh, I guess it's the only real way we can wrap this up, unless you've got something else you want to hit on. Nah. I've sort of done a short... We, we, we knew going into this pod that it was kind of going to be a ramble. So thank you for joining me for the ramble. Um, for next week... We, there may or may we not. We get to make it interesting. I drag Travis out of bed. That was that was interesting. We that was the first time our my podcast has ever kidnapped anybody. Yep. Um, I didn't kidnap him. I asked him to come in here. I woke him up. I did wake those, him up. Those are two or three different doesn't have things. Doesn't to work tomorrow. It's fine. I mean, see, normally I would love to say that I don't have to work tomorrow, but really, work is the only thing keeping me occupied, other than uh, doing this old podcast thing. Uh, I next have to work tomorrow. Next next week for sure we're gonna start Wandavision, but also potentially totally uh, up to scheduling and and whatnot. Uh, possibly the end of the Joker trilogy. Yeah, possibly we, not. We will definitely do it. I just guys, we were gonna do it sooner, and then the day we were supposed to do it, I call I messaged Spaz. I was like, I can't. I'm I'm too sad today. Like I had to, <laughs> we had a lot of dogs we had to put down that day. Like it was just like. The day that everybody decided to come euthanize their dog. Jesus. <laughs> At the vet clinic. And so I'd been carrying more, more than one dead dog. And I was like, I'm... I'm I was going to say, you, I think you literally... This, it's going to be bad. I think you literally messaged me back. You're like, I just carried out two dead dogs. I'm like, don't watch Joker today. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't do it. But on the upside, it means you may get two episodes of Flix Fix coming off of next weekend. Because yeah. definitely, let's let's say definitely WandaVision, potentially yes. Joker. Yeah. Um, the WandaVision episodes, if they're anything like the Mandalorian episodes, I mean, they're totally different properties, I get it, but they're both Disney Plus productions. Uh, Mandalorian episodes usually fly by pretty quick. Uh, probably not as much to dig into as a full movie review. So those could potentially be shorter. But, I mean, those are the famous last words on this show. Joker... Will be a long conversation when yeah. it ha- when it happens because there's a lot to there's a lot of real world stuff we can dig into there's a lot of storyline stuff we can dig into I'm gonna take ten minutes just to say that Joaquin Phoenix is awesome mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's going to happen there's your preview uh, but on a on a much lighter note the last thing I did before we sat down to record tonight was I went through a uh, I basically Googled what's coming out in 2021. Uh, and I made a short list of sort of what I think are even the relevant ones, even if they're not stuff that I listen to. I'm going to say a movie title, and if you give a shit, we'll put five seconds of conversation into it, and if neither one of us gives a shit, then we'll, we will skip. Deal? Okay. Got it. Uh, 007, No Time to Die. Eh. Don't care. Uh, the Suicide Reboot by James Gunn. Yes. Looks like it could be fun. Yes, that uh, wait. Looks like it'll be real fun. Lots of actors. Uh, there's, they're going to kill off a lot of people. John, uh, a lot of people have you, have you seen the Have you seen the the photos of John Cena's character, like with the bright blue and bright yellow and the weird helmet yes. that doesn't look like it yes. fits? Yeah. Um. There's a lot of people in that movie. Like Michael Rooker is in that movie. Michael Rooker is is Merle from Walking Dead. He's Yondu from uh, from Guardians. Um, I think Viola Davis is back. Um, mm-hmm. I, it looks like it's going to be like intentional awesome stupidity. I mean, James Gunn. If we if James Gunn's presence in the Marvel universe is anything to go by, this is going to be absolutely bombastic. Uh, I don't. I mean, Suicide Squad was basically trying to rip off what he was doing in Guardians of the Galaxy, anyways. 
Yeah, but Margot Robbie, though. Just saying. Just saying. I'm not yeah. saying, I'm just saying. Uh, I don't really care, but Matrix 4? Matrix 4, Okay, fair enough. Uh, we've already talked about it a lot, but Black Widow, we're starting off Phase 4 yeah. with a prequel, which is kind of weird. Uh, give yeah. Scarlett Johansson one last shot. Uh, apparently, we're going to meet the new Black Widow. It's got a lot of tie-ins. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Go back to any other Marvel conversation we've had in any other pod. I think we've already kind of talked that one to death. Uh, I don't have any information for this one, but just on theory alone, they're rebooting the Mortal Kombat movie tri- uh, series. Wait, what? They're rebooting Mortal Kombat. I mean, it's had enough time to sit yeah. and wallow, so, I mean, why not? I don't hate the first one. The second one is laughably bad. Maybe uh, the third one will be even worse. No, though, the reboot, like, start starting from scratch, like, scrapping the oh, old ones. Oh, okay. Doing it. Um... Uh, in like 2020, 2021 production value and all that kind of thing, it could be like the most expensive jump the shark thing ever, or it could be awesome. I'm not particularly a gamer, so I'm just looking at I liked the other movie, so this could be even better. Uh, couldn't give an absolute shit, but Mission Impossible 7. Mission Impossible, nah. No. Okay, one that I'm really excited about, because I grew up on the original movie when I was a kid, the final long-lasting, or sorry, the long-awaited sequel to Top Gun. It's called Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'm super excited. Uh, Top Gun is awesome. I can throw on Top Gun today. Like, I grew up with uh, my dad loving the movie. Every time we got a new sound system for the TV, that was the movie that we used to test the sound system, because not only the aerial stuff, but the soundtrack is awesome. And it looks and it looks genuinely good from the first previews that I've seen. The Eternals is another uh, another Marvel thing. Uh, I'll probably watch it, but I I don't know anything about it. I think everything we've talked about it is like that's not even close to right. <laughs> yeah, I think is what I've heard from other from looking at our comment sections. I think the last time we did a Comic Con thing uh, before the ongoing global health situation happened, I think I brought this up to you at the time hoping that you would know something else about it. Uh, we do know the big the big major news about it is that Angelina Jolie and the guy from Game of Thrones are both in it. So okay. you have my interest. Like Angelina Jolie is one of those people that's like, I'll go watch it if she's in it, because that doesn't mean it'll be good, but that means I'm intrigued. Because she's, <laughs> she's one of those actresses for me. And now, before when we did the other Comic-Con thing, before I hadn't seen Game of Thrones... So now that I've seen Game of Thrones and I know that actor a little bit more, even though I can't think of his name right now, um, sure, like, let's see what it is. Uh, Marvel has, like, 21 movies of credit built up in the bank with me, so they're going to have to fail pretty hard for me to consider it a fail. Mm-hmm. Godzilla vs. Kong, we already talked about with Travis. Uh, <laughs> Fast 9. I like that we did that whole shuffle the headphones thing just for him to be like, I have no idea. <laughs> Well, also, you woke him up. Uh, Fast 9. He was more awake by that point. Fast 9, I'm going to say this. The Fast movies at this particular point are just big, dumb fun, and I love big, dumb fun. They've taken a huge collection of actors already and added John Cena. If somebody else wants to go see it, I will go see it. Yeah. I don't know. Big, big dumb fun. At this point, I'm. it's going to be like, what the fuck are they doing? but, like, in the best way possible. I'm not trying to make a bad pun here, but it's kind of like watching a car crash. 
watching these movies now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in one of the previews, Vin Diesel has like some special gloves and he's able to catch a car. So like, why the fuck not? I don't know. Okay. Uh, Morbius, I'm really intrigued by. A lot of other people are already predicting it to be shit. Um, I have not heard of that. Hang on. The Morbius movie with, uh, what's his name, Jared Leto? I have not heard of this. You, you and I have literally talked about Morbius. Have we? We talked, because we, when it's we did... It's a Marvel thing. It is. Uh, it's a Marvel, it's in the Spider-Verse. It's being done by Sony. Uh, we talked about I it last year. don't remember anything about this. We had a conversation about Vampire versus Vampire with, like, Morbius and Blade. I, I don't, I think you're lying. I I'm not, okay. <laughs> go back to... I don't to believe the, that happened. Go back to the episode uh, that was called Previewing New Mutants and Discussing Darker Characters and Tones in the Marvel Cinematic Universe Going Forward or whatever. I, uh, it's completely slim. I got nothing for you, buddy. <laughs> that, that's fair. It's Marvel, so I'll probably watch it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's vampires in Marvel, so there, there's a double win for me. It's in the Spider-Verse, which means it's eventually... He's eventually going to be interacting with uh, the Tom Holland Spider-Man and and the Tom Hardy Venom. And the next guy that we're going to talk about is the Woody Harrelson Carnage in Venom, Let There Be Carnage. I'm really looking forward to this. I think Venom... I didn't see the first Venom. I think think Sony knocked Venom out of the park. I think... um, Tom Hardy as the Venom character. Tom Hardy as the character that I got introduced to Venom as. So, like, mm-hmm. like Robert Downey Jr. for Iron Man for me. Uh, knocked it out of the park. I think the effects are so different from anything else that Marvel, like, MCU Marvel has done. And it's just really, really cool. Like, the anti-hero vibes are off the chart. Uh, I would suggest going and seeing it. I, I would sit down with you and do a review of Venom. Because okay. it's a lot of it's it's another one where it's like ridiculous, but I'm here for the ridiculousness. Um, I'm sure this is definitely not in your wheelhouse, but definitely in my wheelhouse. Spiral from the Book of Saw. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and pass on that. <laughs> Basically, Chris Rock is making his own movie that exists in the Saw universe. Yep, and go ahead. And that, 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 that's the selling that. point for me. Nothing about that is appealing to me. <laughs> you don't not like Chris Rock? Not one single word. You don't like Chris Rock? Come on now. No, not really. Really? Okay, fair enough. I uh, <laughs> I think Samuel L. Jackson's in it too, so we can get a little bit of Marvel crossover there. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be reviewing that one by myself, I think. Um, going back to the Marvel shit once again, we got Shang Chi. Which you've told me about, but I don't. I still don't have a clue. I do remember talking about that, but I had to go look it up. Because you traced it back. Um, I think you managed to somewhat trace it back to Iron Fist because we were already yeah. having a conversation about how mad you were about Iron Fist. Still am. It's been years. Still, uh, we're reaching the other thing I should say, and it's more of a speculation than anything that's happening this year. But the um, the no compete whatever clauses that Marvel had with Netflix are all starting to expire in the next year or so. So the Jessica Jones, Daredevil, um, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Punisher. They can try them again. Uh, they can try them again. They can bring those actors back to play those characters as part of the MCU. And make them better, hopefully. Couldn't make some of them any worse. 
all. I, I don't think that's fair. Jessica Jones was good. Jessica Jones was good. Punisher was with really each good. One they got progressively less good. Like it started with just actually it started with Daredevil, which was good, and Jessica Jones was good, and then Punisher. Luke Cage or Luke Cage was like good part way through it. <laughs> Luke Cage was all pretty much one note though. And Iron Fist was just not great, and then it went back up again with Defenders, but not by like a whole lot. I like the Defenders thing. Um, I think Luke Cage is one of those characters that's fine as the member of a team, not mm -hmm. necessarily on his own. I mean, I didn't know how bad Iron Fist was because I don't have anything to compare it to. It was so bad. Genuinely, I'm a fan of, of um, what the hell is his name? John Bernthal in general, so I'm a little bit biased. But I do mm -hmm. think if you look at Marvel as like a bigger scope than just the MCU, I think... John Bernthal as Punisher was one of the best castings they've ever done. I would say maybe top five. I think if you bring mm -hmm. John Bernthal's Punisher in, especially when you're getting, like we said before last year, the darker characters like Ghost Rider and Blade, and if you bring in Punisher and uh, all those types of things, have all the, like, asshole characters. Even if you want to do, like, because it's been confirmed now as well that uh, Deadpool is going to be part of the MCU. Do, like, Punisher and Deadpool or some weird team-up like that. I think it would be amazing. Mm -hmm. But we're talking about this because I don't think either one of us has anything to say about Shang-Chi, which is kind of unfortunate. Um, but coming off of that conversation, they might be bringing back Daredevil as early as Spider-Man 3, but only in the sense that he'll be his, his uh, lawyer at some point because he was outed at the end of Spider-Man Far From Home as being mm -hmm. Spider-Man. Um, the last two aren't comic book. I've never seen the original, so I don't know how excited to be about this, but apparently they're doing a remake of Candyman. Never. I don't never know. saw the original. Me neither. Uh, apparently it's really good. Apparently it's really fucked up. A lot of people have said, hey, Spaz, you'll like it, which in translation means it's pretty fucked up. So it's like, thanks. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Oh, to all great. Of um, and they're doing a sequel to A Quiet Place. And I really liked A Quiet Place. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I good. heard it was really good. I almost I almost went and watched that one. Yeah. I would say it, it is tense, but it's not scary. I, I, I think you'd do good in it. And um, it's a very loose recommendation from me, but I, I think you would like it. And the way, like, oh, the whole thing is, oh, it's, they can hear you because you have to stay quiet, right? But, like, mm -hmm. the way, like, from a from a cosmetic, like, putting a movie together point of view, the way they play with the quiet is really phenomenal. To the point where it's not a good thing, but, like, I could hear the movie in the next theater with the way that, okay. this, with the way that this movie plays with silence. It's really good. I'm, I'm really, really intrigued by a sequel. But there's a lot for another year where I might not necessarily be able to go to the theaters. There's a lot of movies coming out, and I'm going to watch them one way or another. Some of them we'll review. Some of them uh, I'll, I'll throw on at the end. We'll we'll review like Venom or something like that. And at the end, I'll be like, "Hey, I saw that Spiral from the Book of Saw movie, and it was really good." Kristen's never gonna see it, but it gets a review from me. Hey, hey. Anyways, but that's it. We've rambled. This is uh, this is the cursory. We didn't get to do a year-end pod, so we did a year-beginning pod. Pod, yep. So, thanks for coming along for the ride for another year. It's going to be good. Um, WandaVision is going to almost ensure that we're doing weekly shit for a while. So that's going to be good. 
And, yeah, tell people where to find you if they don't already know. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Black Cat Feline. I also have an Instagram that I don't use. You don't really. the same name. You don't really use Twitter that much either, let's be fair. That's true. Let's be completely <laughs> honest. And you know where to find if me. If you tweet at me, I will talk to you. That's not true either. If you're not spaz, if you tweet at me, I'll talk to you. You tweeted me like once in the past ten years, and you're like, hey guys, let's make spaz review the bed that eats. <laughs> The bed that eats people, and yes, that should still be a thing. No, it should not be. Th- oh, we should also say, uh, after Joker, the next trilogy that we're thinking about. Is the bed that eats people. No, no, hard no. Like, hard no. We if can watch it, it for free on YouTube. If we're watching the bed that eats people, we're, then we're going to review Spiral from the Book of Saw. I mean, <laughs> I might be willing to make that exception. Oh, dear. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, the next trilogy of movies that we are looking at doing is, it has an actual name that I've looked up a million times that I can never remember, but it's the Unbreakable Split Glass trilogy. Because yeah. you haven't, I didn't know this until we talked about it a second ago, you haven't seen any of them. None of them, nope. So this is going to be really, really good. we got Bruce Willis and James McAvoy and Samuel L. Jackson again. So, hey, it's going to be a good time. Anyways, all that being said, go bug Kristen on Twitter, on Instagram, and you guys know where to find me or you wouldn't be here. I've been Kristen. Or sorry, I fuck me, I did it again. No, you haven't. You've not been I've, Kristen. I've been Spaz. She's been Kristen. It's very tired also, in here. Travis was here. Yeah, that was Travis. <laughs> this is a shambles now. I've been Spaz. She's been Kristen. She also kidnapped Travis. This has been Flix Fix. Welcome to 2021. Subscribe up there. Talk down there. Start a conversation. Keep all of these conversations going. Don't be a stranger. I will talk to each and every last one of you later. But for right now, me and Kristen are out of here. Bye, guys. You can't kidnap your own boyfriend. It's fine.